Hello, and welcome to episode 54 of the Disney Park Princess Podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarah. And I'm Heather. I'm Sharla. And this week, we're going to be talking about sort of the planes, trains, and automobiles, if you will, of Walt Disney World. Actually, it's more like the ferry boats, monorails, you know, and uh, minivans <laughs> of Walt Disney World, if you will. But how do we navigate the parks? Um, we've been there so often. What are some of our insider tips and tricks to actually getting where you want to go in Walt Disney World? Um, but first up, we've got some Disney news and... As I'm sure many of you have already heard, this week it's it's all about the Skyliner. So let's jump right right into it. Uh, do one of you want to sort of fill our listeners in on the generalities of what happened? We're not getting into specifics because there is a lot of conflicting information out there. So I have no interest in getting into the sort of the he said, she said of of it, but sort of in general what happened. Yeah. Well, the Skyliner opened and then it closed. Yeah, basically, it um, there was an incident Saturday night. It looked like if I mean this, these pictures are all over, so this is not much of a he said she said. Looks yeah, like there's, there was there's photos of, a, of this. Yeah, a pile up at the station, and guests were stuck for about three hours yeah. in the. Uh, seems to be the consent. Even Disney says three hours. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so they were there are emergency kits in the Skyliners, which I thought was pretty interesting, but smart. Um, they were told to look into those. So you can see some photos of what were in those kits too. And after a little bit of time, they started evacuating some people from them and then eventually it just started moving and then they got off the normal way. Is yeah. That- so it seems like all, according to Disney and that's what we're going to use because that's how we roll. No. <laughs> um, only one um gondola had to be evacuated in in air um by the Reedy Creek Fire Department um so there were the gondolas that were sort of piled up in the station those obviously did have to be evacuated but they were they were in the station there wasn't you know they didn't have to like put a big ladder up or anything like that only one gondola had to be sort of evacuated by the fire department that was suspended um, and then the rest, once they were able to get the system moving again, everybody else was able to to disembark the normal way, I guess. Yeah. Right? Yes. And the as of recording today, the Skyliner still remains closed. This happened on Saturday night, and it is now Tuesday, and it is still closed. So we and don't will be for the yet. foreseeable future, yeah. as far as we know. We don't know yet when it will be reopened. And, um, I mean, hopefully soon, but we don't know. We did hear from our listener, Deanne, who wrote in about, and we'll read it when we do our listener questions, but uh, she wrote it and it sounded like she got off right before it happened. happened. (laughs) So I thought that was pretty interesting uh, too, to hear from that perspective. But um, it's, it's always hard when something brand new is open and then it has to, has to shut down for whatever reason, but yeah, this was kind of all over the place the other night when we were hearing about this. Yeah. And I have sort of, you know, I have very conflicted feelings about this because, and I, I'm going to own it because <laughs> you're all thinking it. There is a tiny little part of my brain that is going, I mean, I kind of told you so. There is a tiny, but I want to be very clear. That part has nothing to do with the part that feels very, very badly for all of the people that were impacted by this, for the people that were stuck. I, in no way, shape, or form, did I want this to happen. 
Right. Um, and three know, hours is a long Three hours time. is a long time. I'm like, as a person, you know, who has sort of, <laughs> you know, stomach issues and th- like, this is my worst nightmare. This is my worst nightmare come true is being and trapped somewhere without bathroom facilities. Their emergency kit, like, well, that is a great idea that they put it in there. You're sharing these, these pods with people you don't know. I'm sorry. I don't want to pee in the corner with people I don't know. I don't care how badly I have to go. It's just, <laughs> yeah. come on, Disney. Yeah. Come on. And, and again, this is speculation. We don't know exactly. Um, it sounds like that the emergency kits were not, it wasn't clear that they were there. Um, you know, that they sort of had to, it took them, it took people a while to, to find them. And that there was not necessarily enough supplies for every single person in the gondola. I don't know that for sure. Again, this is pure speculation just based on some of what I read online. So it's distinctly possible that's incorrect. So um, I- Have we learned nothing from the Titanic facilities <laughs> for everybody? Yeah, this is this is sort of the, un- this is just a really unfortunate example of not quite the worst case scenario. I'm sure there are worse ones that we could imagine, but it's not great. Yeah. It's not, it's not ideal. And it's really Cer- unfortunate. Six it days happened, in. Yeah. Like it happened the second it opened. That's, yeah. that's not good. Like what happened there? Did we not test it? But like, that's, it's unfortunate. Yeah. And, well, and we know they tested it. We saw them testing it repeatedly for months at a time. And we had seen the, I had seen pictures of the Reedy Creek fire department out there testing, unloading people and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we, it's not that they were not completely prepared for an emergency. They have a whole emergency planning team and all of that. It doesn't, it just sounds like for three hours, maybe they didn't know how to handle it. Right. And this is unfortunate because in, in some ways it's lucky that it was um, not as hot as it has been in Walt Disney world uh, because the gondolas have no air conditioning. Um, and it was in the evening, you know, luckily this was not, three o'clock in the afternoon on a very sunny, hot day, you know, the people were stuck in these, it was nighttime, you know, so that helped, I think at least a little bit, I'm sure it was still very, very hot. I'm sure it was still very, very uncomfortable. Um, but in the grand sort of scheme of things, I suppose it could have been worse. It was bad enough. Yeah. All I know yeah. is this does not inspire confidence. I already didn't want to go on the Skyliner. <laughs> this does not inspire confidence for me to be like, mm, I'm ready to go try it. I'm just not. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a good look. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, like I had said, I will try it because, you know, maybe I'll be proved wrong and maybe it's lovely and maybe I'll love it. But I, I will be 100% honest. I have no intention of trying it now. Yeah. I, this does not inspire me to be like, okay, let me go check this out. Now right. I'm like, oh, I'm going to give it a little bit of time here. Yeah. Because again, we still haven't seen it in a thunderstorm, people. Thunderstorms <laughs> in Florida are awful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the general as we talked about last week, the general consensus is that people loved it. People loved it. People, um, I mean, love, love, loved it. The people that got to ride it and that were successful in riding it. I, yeah, I heard primarily rave reviews. Yeah, me too. And I will say, uh, Disney. I don't know exactly if there will be anything else or, but they did give everybody park passes and I think some gift cards and things like that. So I think they handled it in a pretty decent way at the time, but time will tell if there will be more compensation, I guess, coming to those people who were stuck. But I mean, park passes is a pretty cool deal. Um, Yeah. But yeah. 
I mean, I just want to be really clear. We want this to work. Like we're, we're rooting for it. Like we're, we, we were hoping anytime Disney announces that they're trying something like I'm here for it. Great. As long as they do a good job with it and really think it through, like in theory, if this were done, you know, if these little gondolas had had AC in them, I would have been singing a whole other song. Like I would have been super excited to try these, you know? Um, But this, this from go never felt like a fully sort of fleshed out, you know, (laughs) plan to me. It just, it just didn't. Um, But I am still hopeful that Disney will make changes or make adjustments or make tweaks. And this could still be a great way for people to, to get around Walt Disney world, which is one of our topics. And I kind of, yeah, I kind of hope that it's going to be closed for a while so that they can figure this out. Mm -hmm. I don't want them to just say, okay, we've been testing it for a couple of days now and it's working fine. Therefore we're going to open it. No, I want you to go in there and test it very thoroughly, break it and then fix it. And then like do everything that they should have done. What it sounds like they should have done from plan a yeah yeah i mean and it's it i mean like i get it it's impossible to test every single scenario sure like i get it 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 is and i'm sure this was some bizarre thing that they probably couldn't have seen coming yeah you know i i'm sure that's what it was um and so you know i'm very very hopeful that for the people that really love it for the people that it appeals to um that it's 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 back up and it's operational and it's working flawlessly, you know, at some point. Yeah. I, I won't I won't be among them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want them to fix it right. That's my point. Is yeah. just, you know, get it get it working so that this does not happen again. Or if, you know, I mean things can, are gonna fail, that's fine. We get that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, fix it real quickly. Um you know, one time I was on the Magical Express and something happened and the bus broke down within 10 minutes. So another bus was there. Yeah. You know, it. they should have evacuated the people sooner. They figured figured all that out and set it for three hours, you know. Yeah. So. Theirs is a long time to be in a small yeah. space suspended with Dangling no air conditioning and no bathroom facility. That's yeah. that's. Yeah. Yeah. Not ideal. All right. Okay. We'll stop, we'll stop, uh, we'll stop harping on the Skyliner. Um, but again, for everybody that's about to email us and say, well, you never liked it anyway. You never, you know, you, you know, we, nobody wanted this. Nobody wanted this. <laughs> nobody <laughs> wanted this. Yeah. Um, this is not, this is not what we were hoping for. Um, we wanted to be proved wrong. We really did want to be we proved We said wrong. that multiple times. Yep. Prove me wrong. Yeah. Uh, All right. So moving on to happier news. Uh, Enchanted Rose at Disney's Grand Floridian is open. Yeah. Yay. Yay. So we'll have to check that out on our next trip. Um, I've seen some of the pictures. It looks very pretty. Yeah. Um, I think I think this is a great look. Great option. I don't love the location, as I've said before, but I love this idea. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. In, In theory. I'm, I'm completely here for it. And again, I'm looking forward to trying it. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll fall in love with it. Maybe I'll think this is the perfect thing for the lobby of Disney's Grand Floridian Victorian. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. Uh, continuing, I guess, in our trend of 
we hate Question, everything. Questioning, didn't we don't hate everything. We don't, we don't, we don't. Um, it's funny, my old podcast, we used to get complaints all the time that we were too easy on Disney and we were too Pollyanna. And on this podcast, we get complaints that we are too negative. (laughs) (laughs) We can't make you all happy. I'm very sorry. (laughs) Um, So this is not, this is not a negative thing. I actually think I, I sort of see the point of this. It's just, it's just funny to me. So annual pass holders and people who purchase the memory maker digital photo package now have the option to get their photos on a USB drive. <laughs> um, and I'm laughing because I haven't used a USB drive in years. You, anybody? I no? mean, I no. definitely have one sitting on my desk right here, but it holds a bunch of like PDFs and documents that I need to refer to really quick. And I was given this, I did not go out and purchase right. it. So right. no, no. Yeah. I, I have, I'm sure if I look at my desk drawer, I'm sure I have an old USB drive sitting around, you know, I've, I've got them, but I haven't actually used one. So it's, this is just a very, and this I, I believe has to be due to, to guest feedback. I feel relatively certain. I mean, this didn't come out of a vacuum. They didn't suddenly think, Hey, USB drives, that's the wave of the future. Yeah. You know, I feel like there probably are a lot of guests who are maybe not as tech savvy or are maybe not on smartphones, you know, there are, look, I see a lot of flip phones out there, you know, so it's, you know, I think maybe that this is in response to guests, guest feedback, I guess, asking for it. I miss my flip phone and I would take it back if I could. (laughs) I'm, I'm, you know, I don't disagree. (laughs) I mean, but then, oh, here's my question. Like where, how do you get your USB driver? Are they mailing it to you? at the end or like you getting this up front and you now have to carry this around with you. I don't know. From what I understand, it can be requested at the parks is what I'm hearing, but maybe that is one more thing to get lost in the bottom of my backpack. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It does seem a little, but yeah, maybe they should, let's see here. All right. Here, here's the announcement um, from Disney from the Disney parks blog. I'm reading it right now. Uh, Convenient new solution. Guests with Memory Maker, this is from the official Disney Parks blog announcement. Guests with Memory Maker or a Walt Disney World Resort annual pass with a Disney PhotoPass download benefit can now purchase a Disney PhotoPass archive USB product at DisneyWorld.com slash PhotoPass. With this new product, all of your Disney PhotoPass photos and videos viewable in your Disney account at the time of purchase are loaded onto a USB drive that's easy to store and share. Okay, here you go. So when you get home from vacation, you won't have to worry about downloading your photos before they expire or trying to figure out where to store them. No copying and pasting or dragging and dropping. All you have to do is plug in your USB and relive the magic. I mean, I can get behind that in... So it's I don't only want to online. Download, I don't want to download, you know, the 5,000 pictures I took on my last vacation. I just want a couple you know, on my phone to share, but okay, fine. Now I have the rest of them somewhere to look at someday. So I, I, I can get behind that. I don't know that I would ever look at them again. Like, I feel like it would just get lost in a drawer somewhere, but I can understand why they would do that. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I mean, it's better than the photo CD. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I just found, I was cleaning out my office and I found um, the photo CD from my adventures by Disney trip. And yeah, it's been six years ago, but I don't think I've looked at the photos one time. And it's a cool perk that they take all these photos, but 
I don't think I've looked at them and um, I don't even have a CD drive in my computer anymore. So <laughs> I don't even know what I would do with them, but yeah. 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 Okay. Well, so that's new, but it did make me laugh when I first saw it. I was like, oh, okay. Apparently we're taking a ride in the Wayback Machine, but <laughs> hey, if it's, if it's a way for more people to actually get access to their photos, then fantastic. Yeah. My mom would love this. I don't even think she knows how to use a USB, but she will love this <laughs> because I'm the one that has to go into her account and download all of her pictures for her. Okay. All right. We'll see if we get an email, uh, disputing that <laughs> she listened to the podcast <laughs> she'll be like yeah no you're right <laughs> all right and last but not least uh somebody want to talk about uh the new uh the new monorail no i didn't know about it until you told me about yeah, it but yeah, i didn't know either i think it's i based on what you said i think it's awesome. this week on the po- disney park princess podcast sarah talks for an hour no um <laughs> just <laughs> Uh, so monorail green got a spiffy new makeover and you know, I love me some monorail. So this makes me very happy. I'm super happy. Anytime the monorails get some love, I would love it even more if we got some new monorails, but whatever, that's another topic. Um, so monorail green got a makeover and she is looking fierce and fine with her new green sort of interior. So like the interiors now match you know, so there's like bright green on the interiors of the monorail as well. And they even on the Epcot loop got a new spiel uh, that sort of reflects what's going on in the park right now. And so don't worry, there's still Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. They didn't do away with that because people no, would no, lose their minds. You would have heard me lose my mind if that had happened. Um, <laughs> but so it just talks a little bit about sort of, you know, um, basically they've re- removed references to uh, Future World and, you know. Talk a little bit more about the neighborhoods that are coming in, the work that's being done, and so on and so forth. So, which I think is really good because you fly in a, on the monorail around and you see construction everywhere around that loop uh, when you first get there. It's so it's startling. Yeah, it's very obvious that something is coming. And if you're not all in the Disney news all the time like we are, you probably are just like, oh my gosh, look at this stuff. So if they are going to put a spiel in about it to help people out and so they understand why, I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. I had that thought a couple weeks ago, actually, when you and I were there and, you know, Charlotte and I were just sort of staring at each other like, oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, this is really, if you are just like, if you're just a regular person, you are not a Disney fan, you are not like sort of in the communities and don't know what's going on. And you've just planned your first Disney vacation. I mean, because look, we see it all the time. People that don't know what Fast Pass is, people that did no research ahead of time. How upset are you to roll up to Epcot and that's what it looks like? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we, I mean, we talked about this the whole time because it was it was startling. And I knew it was going to be under construction. And I was startled at mm-hmm. how. Now, I will say once we were in the park, besides the Fountain of Nations being closed off the rest of it was okay to navigate so it wasn't like what we could see uh from the monorail wasn't really that impactful on the rest of our thing but um once we were in there but yeah you see it and you're like oh my gosh this is the construction zone it literally is a construction zone yeah yeah All right, so that does it for news this week. And moving on to our topic of today, we're going to be talking about transportation at Walt Disney World. 
Ooh, sexy. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's not, you know, the most fabulous of topics, but let's be clear. I mean, if you know a faster way to get somewhere at a place that is 40 square miles, I think that's that's good insider intel to have. Yeah, definitely. And we kind of came up with this earlier because uh, we were, Sarah and I were talking about how we we're going from, I don't even remember from where, I guess from studios, this is Hollywood Studios, back to our hotel at the Contemporary, and we shared a bus with the Wilderness Lodge. And when we got to the Wilderness Lodge, we both looked at each other and we were like, let's get off and take the boat. Yeah. And so we did that. And was it the fastest way to do that from that point? No, it was not. But we sure had a nice time and we sure did enjoy that boat. So... The thing is, we knew there was a boat there that would take us from Wilderness Lodge to Contemporary, and maybe you don't know that. So w- these are our a few tips to have an enjoyable experience and maybe get and maybe get somewhere faster. Yeah. All right. So let's start with the boats because the boats are actually one of my favorite ways to get around Walt Disney World. Where in Walt Disney World can you find boats to get you to and from places? Anywhere there is a body of water. Pretty much. (laughs) Disney Springs area, the Epcot Hollywood Studios area, and then, of course, Seven Seas Lagoon by the Magic Kingdom. Yep. So let's start with um, Port Orleans, French Quarter, and Riverside. You can, yes, you can take a boat, not to a theme park, but you can take a boat to Disney Springs. Uh, This also, you can also take a boat to Disney Springs from uh, Oak Key West and from Saratoga Springs. And this, if you're staying in one of those resorts and you want to go to Disney Springs, this is a fantastic option. It's so, so nice to go down the river and be on that boat. I love it so much. It's so peaceful. It's, it's one of my favorite boat rides at Walt Disney World, actually. It's from specifically French Quarter to, to Disney Springs. Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree. And, it, it's fun. It's one of the reasons I love French Quarter so much, too, is, you know, for a moderate resort, typically until the... Skyliners. <laughs> um, you're only you only had one transportation option to get around, and that was the bus. Moderate resorts bus was your only option. But French Quarter and Riverside had this little sort of insider secret that you know you had a second transportation option at least to get to Disney Springs, and it's just such a bonus. Yeah. Yeah, and you get a really beautiful view of Disney mm-hmm. Springs too. Once you like, kind of come out of the little canal, and it's just like it's all there in front of you. It's really pretty. Oh, yeah. And at night, oh, I love it at night. No, yeah, no. really nice. That's nice. And do you ride. remember before the tree houses like were brought back into rotation, and guests could stay at them? You could kind of like get a peek of the tree mm-hmm. houses hidden in the the, <laughs> the trees. Like, it was really cute. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's nice. Okay, so you can also take a boat from. At Epcot from uh, the International Gateway to the Beach Club and Yacht Club, the Boardwalk, and the Swan and Dolphin, and then to Disney's Hollywood Studios. So it's a really good option to get over there um, from your from the theme parks and to the resorts if you don't want to walk. You can walk the entire way from Epcot to Disney's Hollywood Studios, but it's a really, really nice boat ride um, over and you can see some of the other options of where to stay too. Yeah. And now the boat ride, I, I the friendship boats in particular, which is I think what they call the, the Epcot, mm-hmm. you know, waterway boats. Um, it is not the faster option. 
Yeah. <laughs> they are. No, they're very slow. They're very slow. Yeah. <laughs> they're very slow. But at the end of a long day when my legs are tired, sometimes that boat is just the most fantastic. Even if I'm just going from Epcot to the beach club, which is not a long walk. But let's face it, people, I'm lazy. <laughs> Like, there are times where that boat is everything at the yeah. end of a long day. Yeah. Um, I have timed it as far as I see a boat when I leave International Gateway on foot. And I will walk to Disney's Hollywood Studios and I will see that boat and I can get there faster. Just yes, at a leisurely definitely. pace. Not even trying to race it. You know, just at a leisurely pace. But it is a 20 to 25 minute walk. I mean. <laughs> a long walk. Yeah. yeah, it's a long walk, but it's also a nice walk if you wanted to do that. So, I mean, that's another option is just going places by foot instead of just by boat. Yep. But And we're going to get to that. Focus yeah. on the boats. Focus on the yeah. boats. <laughs> um, and then the other place you can take a boat is on the Bay Lake and Seven Seas Lagoon. So that means um, all of the monorail resorts have a boat option to the Magic Kingdom and to each other. And also the... Wilderness Lodge and Fort Wilderness have a boat that goes to the Magic Kingdom and to the Contemporary. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go from Wilderness Lodge to the Grand Floridian, for example, you will have to change boats. But it will take you to the Contemporary. So that's really nice. Yeah. And then, of course, there's the ferry boat that goes from the Ticket and Transportation Center over to the Magic Kingdom. Right. So, the big boat. Yeah. <laughs> the big giant one. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, all right. Are there any boats that we're missing? There's just other than recreational boats. Obviously, there's um, in terms of recreational boats, there's plenty of like fishing rentals and water mice. And, you know, a lot of the resorts have marinas. But in terms of boats that actually get you from one place to another, those right. are the options. I think we got them all. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's talk about walking because you mentioned walking and walking is a really overlooked option, I find, in a lot of Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would prefer to walk everywhere if I could. If there is an option for me to be walking to that theme park, I will be doing it. It, just, it gets me there faster, and I love it. Yeah. Um, so one thing that we actually did quite a bit on this last trip was walk from the Contemporary to the Magic Kingdom. Um, it's a fairly quick walk. It's generally faster than the monorail, especially going to the Magic Kingdom, Because if you're going to it, you have to go all the way around (laughs) um, the other way. Whereas if you just want to walk there, it's pretty quick. Um, They are working on the walking path from the Grand Floridian over to the Magic Kingdom, which means you will be able to walk, if you so choose, from the Ticket and Transportation Center all the way to the Magic Kingdom. So that would be that would be a long walk, but it would be a very nice walk through. Oh, it's the... going to be so pretty, though. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. wait. Yep. Um, um, and a lot of people don't realize that you can walk. In fact, I think our friend Melissa didn't realize it when we were with her last week that you can walk from the Polynesian to the Grand Floridian. That they're yes. literally located yeah. right next to each other. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize it. it's just a very short sidewalk that you know. And there's sidewalks the whole way, and it's um, well lit. Yeah, yeah, well lit. It's a really pretty walk right around the water, and it's great. One of my favorite things to do is if I'm staying at the Polynesian or the Grand Floridian, walk to the TTC to get on the monorail to Epcot. Because if you are, you know, get on the monorail and then you have to change monorails, it's most of the time faster just to walk over to the TTC and get on the Mm -hmm. monorail there. Yeah. A lot of people I don't think realize that. And especially depending on where your room is at the Polynesian, 
you're literally steps away from yeah. the TPC. <laughs> yep. You could yeah. be right there. Yep. Yeah. Um, but then also for walking. So the Magic Kingdom, that's that's covered where you can walk there. Um, over at Epcot, of course, you can walk from the Beach Club, the Yacht Club, the Swan and Dolphin, the Boardwalk, to both Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know about that Hollywood Studios walk. Oh, my gosh. No, you almost never see anybody I, on it. Like, yeah, every time I, time I walk, I basically have the it. The only person there. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I love it. I almost always see bunnies and, and you know, it's just a really lovely walk. I love it every time. Yeah. It's yeah. a great walk. Um, you can walk from French Quarter to Riverside. Those resorts are connected by a sidewalk. A lot of people don't realize that as well. They are sister resorts. Other fun fact, French Quarter and Riverside are one of the only hotels that allow pool hopping. Ah, yeah. Yep. So, um, very convenient that you can walk back and forth too if you want to check out the other pool. Um, there is a walkway from Saratoga to Disney Springs. You can walk. Can you walk from Old Key West as well, or is it just Saratoga that you can walk to Disney Springs? Just Saratoga. Just Saratoga. Just Saratoga. Okay. Um, yeah. The, you can also, I lost my train of thought. Hold on. You can also walk from, um, okay, skip skip me. Go back, go back to whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll fill it in and I'll say that walk from Saratoga to um, Disney Springs is really pretty. They have put in some really nice boardwalks and it, it kind of brings you over to the village section. Mm-hmm. But I, no matter how many times I stay there and how many times I do this walk, I always get lost because it is not very well marked within the resort where the start of the path is and I always find myself walking in the complete opposite direction and somehow <laughs> wind up on the other side of the resort and what should have been a 15 minute walk is now like 35 minutes <laughs> so there you go yeah um I remembered what I was going to say you can also walk from the wilderness lodge to Fort Wilderness yes so, yep. you know yep. I've never done that is it yep. really pretty I, I've it's been a long time since I've done it but from, I haven't done it um, now no, I would have to, yeah, now we have to do it. But from what I remember, it was very pretty, but I don't know if that's any of the areas that they've done some construction on since the last time I was there. So they could have cut down some trees since the last time I did it. Yeah. I'm assuming the path is still open because of the construction of the new hotel, but mm-hmm. I'm not positive. I believe it is when I was looking at running stuff recently. Um, okay. That. But uh, unless I was looking at an old map or something, but yeah, 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 yeah. okay. Uh, you can also walk from um, not easily, but it can be done from the Epcot area resorts over to the um, which is the mini golf that's right across the street there is the Fantasia Fantasia Gardens, yeah, Fantasia Gardens. Um, so that's walkable as well. Um, that's pretty much, I think that's it for walking, right? I'm not missing anything. Okay. So All right. I cannot wait until that path opens from the Grand Floridian to the Magic Kingdom. I cannot wait. Yeah. Oh, and funny. I will we walk saw, it. We saw them working on it. We saw the construction. Yeah. Yeah. I will walk it just because no matter where I'm staying, I will, I will walk from the Magic Kingdom to Grand Floridian or vice versa. So yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great option. Uh, all right. So monorails. Really only two loops, not that many places you can get with the monorail, but like Charlotte was saying, um, there's the Magic Kingdom loop and the Epcot loop. And a lot of people don't realize that it's two separate trains and that if you're staying at somewhere like the Contemporary, you can't just get on the monorail at the Contemporary and go to Epcot. You have to go to the Ticket Transportation Center, change trains, and then do all of that. Um, 
which is why I think hot take of the three monorail resorts. I kind of like Polynesian. I'm not going to say the best because <laughs> I love them all, but Polynesian for location, I think is fantastic because it's right at the center, right next to the TTC of both the magic kingdom and the Epcot loops. Yeah. Yeah. And changing a, trains required. Right. It's a very convenient location. Yeah. And again, depending on where your room is, it might be faster anyway to walk than, mm-hmm. to, um, than to take the monorail. So, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Um, all right. What else? The buses. Everybody's uh, the buses. got a bus. Yeah. The, the thing that gets me is when I am at like the contemporary and I'm paying a lot of money for this resort that I have to share a bus with the Wilderness Lodge. I mean, I get it because it's it's kind of right there. Sometimes. area. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that's always kind of bothered me is that these deluxe resorts a lot of times share a bus. Um, but the buses are in general pretty quick, pretty convenient. Now a lot of the resorts have signs up to say when the bus will be there. And that's, that's helpful. And I've never, knock on wood, never really had an issue with the Disney bus system. It's not as fun as the monorail or it's not as nice and luxurious as a minivan, but a bus is a bus. It's fine. Yeah. It's old reliable. Yeah. I will yeah. a shout out though to the bus drivers. I have very good luck with bus drivers mm-hmm. at Walt Disney World. I've had bus drivers sing. I've had bus drivers do really funny spiels. I've had bus drivers stop the entire bus and make the entire bus sing happy birthday to somebody. Like I really think the bus drivers to some degree are largely unsung heroes of Walt Disney World. Yeah. <laughs> I also really love the the music that they have on the buses, mm-hmm. like how it's themed to each resort, like and it just and then it's themed to each park and it just makes you happy when you you pull in somewhere and this little uh this soundtrack starts yeah. and I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah. Um I do want to mention before I forget that the only way to get to um, Disney's Animal Kingdom with Disney transportation is going to be the bus. I mean, you could buy the minivan, but the you know free transportation to everybody. Animal Kingdom is going to be a bus. Yep, no um, matter what. Yeah, and from Animal Kingdom Lodge also and Kidani Village also a bus. Um, there's no walkway from Animal Kingdom Lodge to Animal Kingdom, and there is no boat or anything like that. So. Yeah. So you just mentioned minivans. Let's talk about the minivans because we had sort of interesting experiences. We didn't actually use a minivan on our last trip um, because the pricing Mm -hmm. has Has... gotten a little crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We priced it out a lot. We used Lyft almost exclusively when we did use, um, you know, transportation, you know, private transportation, um, because here's the one thing that Disney does not do well. And it is one of my single biggest complaints. Resort to resort transportation mm-hmm. is just lacking. <laughs> it just, it's very difficult to get from resort to resort. So this is when we typically used lifts. The price difference between a lift and a minivan was shocking. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point there was one run we were doing. It was not a very long run. I don't remember where we were going, but it was $13 for a lift and $40 for a minivan. Yeah. Okay. And I don't need polka dots on my <laughs> thing for that much. Yeah. Um, that was crazy. Yeah. And the, holy cow, the lift we were in was a 
small minivan and he had um well first of all he had the air conditioning going which was incredible all we cared about <laughs> but um he had he had phone chargers in there yep. and he had i mean it was very very clean it was the perfect mode of transportation at the time and for that much less was <laughs> that's $27 less yeah, well, it's think, not wor- it's not worth it i think with the minivans disney has overestimated how much people would want to pay just for that Disney experience. So beyond the polka dots, you know, they also, um, they're Disney cast members versus, you know, just regular Lyft drivers. They have like, you know, your little Disney soundtrack. They're only allowed to play. They have like certain radio stations for certain routes, just like the buses do. But like you said, like, are you going to pay more than double for that? Yeah. Probably Well, not. yeah. yeah. N- another difference though, that I will plug for the minivans is they have two car seats in each mm-hmm. minivan. Yes. That is either a car seat or a booster. It could be either way. They have those nice convertible ones. And the other thing is they can take you straight to where the buses drop you off at the Magic Kingdom. If you take a regular lift to or taxi to the Magic Kingdom, you're getting dropped off at the TTC. Yes. And that we we learned that one the hard way. Yeah. Going from Epcot to the forgot. Magic Kingdom. We just yep. forgot, you know, because we were like, oh, yeah, let's take a lift to Magic Kingdom. It makes so much sense. What we should have done in that case was go to the contemporary, yep. um, which mm-hmm. probably would have been the same price. But again, it's just something that we forgot because we're so used to the minivan. <laughs> <laughs> and um, but I mean, he did drop us off in a very front location. It was not near back near the parking lot or anything like that. It was a very good location at the TTC to be dropped off. But yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's something to consider. Yeah, so also, to get from to get from Epcot to minivan, we took uh, we took the lift, we took uh, you know to the TTC, and then we had to take a monorail. So it was like uh, sort of like, it was the world's longest way to get from one yeah, place to another. It, basically, it but. was perfect because, like I said, that air conditioning was everything. Yeah. Day. Yeah. It was, yeah, yeah. Also, shout out for the cabs. I still take a cab over a lift. They're right there. Usually, every time you leave your hotel, like. They're right at the front door. You don't have to call them on an app. You just go, and they're usually less expensive depending on where on Disney property you're going to and from, but they're usually less expensive than the minivans and the lifts. Yeah, could be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I definitely felt like the lift ha- had really upped their game, um, the ones on site at Walt Disney World. Every single car we got into was clean, relatively new had cute little signs about like if you need water or if you need a charger if there's anything I can do please you know you know like they've definitely and we did not wait for a single one I think we used them three times and they were literally like right out in front every single time like yeah in in one case I didn't realize how far you had to walk at Epcot because they've moved to the pickup from where it was the last time. So it was a, like a bit of a hustle. Like we kind of had to hustle to get to our lift <laughs> because the lift app will notify you like, oh, your driver's li- you know, leaving in 90 seconds if you don't get there. In reality, the driver was like, don't run. I'm here. You're fine. <laughs> you know, but um, I mean, he would have picked up somebody else. He'd have just canceled us. But yeah, yeah he wouldn't yeah. have left. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. yeah. But I think, I mean, the bottom line is, there are ways to get from one place to another. And while it may not be the easiest way, like if you are going from resort to resort, like if you have a character meal, or especially breakfast, you're mm-hmm. going from this resort to another resort that has a, your breakfast character meal. Um, first of all, ask, ask somebody how to get there a couple of days before you go. Ask your travel agent before you leave. Ask if, if you forget 
forget about that or you book it on your own, ask a cast member how is the best way to get there. Don't wait till the day of, you know, ask a couple days before so that way you have a plan in place. Yeah. And they do sometimes some resorts and this is not all the time you have to ask, but they do run what are called breakfast buses sometimes. Um, so, and they start running really early. So you just have to ask about the availability of those. Um, yeah. But yeah, so the, the thing that you're asking for are the breakfast buses, if you're asking somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. What, what, did we miss anything? We covered walking and buses and monorails and boats and. Well, the Skyliner. When it does reopen, because <laughs> um, it will re- it will reopen. Yes, is going to go. There's there's a nice little map of where it's going to go. But Pop Century and Art of Animation, and Caribbean Beach are the three hotels, and and then the new Riviera Riviera, Riviera yep. when it comes out. Those are the hotels that it's going to be at, and it's going to go um, to Disney's Hollywood Studios and Epcot. So um, that's you know basically it, and. It will re. I know it will reopen soon, and hopefully new and improved, and everything will go smoothly from then on. So yes, God willing. Mm-hmm. No. All right. Well, I think that does it. I think that wraps it up for episode fifty-four of the Disney Park Princess podcast. Um, by the way, thank you, Kelly Farmer, who was the winner of our Dooney and Burke wristlet. She posted photos that she got it, so um, it's going to Walt Disney World with her in a few months. She's very excited, so we're super excited about that. Um, do you like the giveaways? Are you are you guys here for the giveaways? Let us know. You can email us at info at DisneyParkPrincess.com. If you have not joined our Facebook group, please do so. Go to Facebook. Uh, up on the search at the top, you can type in Disney Park Princess. And then when the search results come up, click on groups to find the group because there is a Disney Park Princess page. Uh, and then there is our Facebook group as well. So we've had a lot of new members and people are chatting away and it's just, it's a lot of fun. So please join us there. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram and on uh, Pinterest. So you can find us at uh, facebook.com slash Princess. Instagram.com slash Disney Park Princess and Pinterest.com slash Disney Park Princess. Stay tuned. If you are a Patreon supporter, we're going to be doing a little bonus content for you. Um, we are don't have a topic planned, so it's a little <laughs> bit of a mystery. Um, but um, I don't know. Charlotte and I, maybe Charlotte and I will continue to negotiate what we're going to do for our Halloween costumes for this upcoming <laughs> cruise because... Because as working. of now, we got nothing. we got nothing. We got nothing. We're still working on it. So, um, if you'd like to support us on Patreon, you can join us at Patreon.com/slash Disney Park Princess. Next week, we are going to be doing a listener Q and A episode. So please hit us up with your questions. All of the social media avenues that I just listed, you can send us a message on there. You can send us an email at info at DisneyParkPrincess.com if you would like to hear your question answered on the podcast. And that's it. Thanks, guys. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Talk to you next week. Bye.